They didn't want to take their pills? Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually, that just reminded me. I need to take my anti-testosterone blocker. Yeah, Julie. <laughs> Wait, your anti-testosterone blocker? Yeah, I know. I Julie, do you have something to tell us? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like this with words. I've gotten too used to the implant lifestyle where I just forget to take pills, and it's really bad. You fucking, you fucking cyborg, fucking <clears throat> ass, fucking get the fuck out of here. Listen. Damn. I've I'm a- also been working on uh, during the implant lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in in a different way. <laughs> Still, yeah. That's why. That's why I made the noise like that because it was a Thank different. You. Yeah. Yeah. I got. Listen, I got you. Yeah. Longest yeah no, girl I could ever do. Longest yeah girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, welcome to Transmission Radio, everybody. We're gonna get this out of the way early. I'm I'm putting the title up front. Uh, this That's is usually where it goes. Yeah. Well, no. Usually we talk for eight minutes first, and then we're like, oh yeah, we're doing a trans podcast. Hey everybody, this is a anecdotal advice podcast run by us three trans girls. We have Julie here. Hello. We have Ashley here. Mm-hmm. Did you? No. Oh, yes, I said. I sorry. I realized. I forgot. We were also. I already forgot we were recording a podcast. This is an oh, audio wait. medium. You cannot just like nod at the wait, microphone I like I just sensed you doing. Hello, I'm here. We can move on now. We, we don't have to talk about no. anything ever again. No, I don't know if we can move on from this. <laughs> I think we're just going to linger uh, on this for a while. I'm Molly. Uh, and now it's time to roast Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hey, hey it's Ashley, always time to, to... It is always time to roast Ashley, apparently. How many podcasts do we record a week? Sometimes, it, yeah, there's so many that sometimes it gets hard to tell the difference between life and podcast. <laughs> between life and podcast, yeah. <laughs> it's up, the lines get blurry, yeah, you know. God. Living life between every clap. <laughs> <laughs> every blink a clap. God. Uh, hey, everybody. It's been it's been a minute. Um, we, it ha- we have only gotten busier. <laughs> It turns out, as life goes on, you do more shit. It turns out. Uh, so, uh, Julie, uh, being in Australia, us being in America, does not make this easy. So, uh, we're doing the best we can to get you uh, at least like every six weeks or so. We're trying to we're trying to get together. We're doing our best. We can't. I will I not be held to the strict schedule of time. I, I had a. I had a humbling yet sad thought the other night when I was just brushing my teeth that, like, the sign where, (laughs) the sign when you become an adult, truly, is when you start to appreciate a very nice, stable routine in your life. Oh, boy. What (laughs) what were you appreciating? No, just in general. Like, I was like, oh, man, it's just, it's nice to just have a routine and to maintain that routine. Yeah. if, if If it gets ever thrown out of whack, then it's like, Oh boy, that's just a day gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, but also, I no, I can't even argue against it. I've been a creature for routine my whole life. Mm-hmm. I just I get in the way of doing a thing every single day, and then I change it, and then do that for eight months, and then change it again. I, yeah, I'm definitely the person who has like the same order every single place. Like the oh, same. <laughs> yeah, big mood. Don't listen. I've I've been out with some people and they're like, "Wow, do you always get a burger like everywhere you go?" I'm like, "Bitch, shut up! I want to <laughs> eat a hamburger. Like, fuck off." I do remember when I mentioned when I was excited you going to a dumpling place 
like a couple years ago, and you were like, I mean, it's not Did like burgers there. <laughs> it's not like I only want that. I just wanted backup food in case I didn't like it. I didn't no, know. That's fair. That that's honestly more than fair enough. That's it was where just, I was at. It was just. I was funny. like, okay, do they have any like meats just in case I don't like the dumpling? It was just. That's funny where I was thinking in the moment, like you going just very quiet. It's like Molly. Just you very quietly going. Do they have burgers there? Like do they have, they have burgers. I honestly don't remember doing it like that, but I probably did. It, I'm I'm probably exaggerating as well. So yeah. You're just like Berg, 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 <laughs> Berg, Berg me. Um, so I just—I'm not defending myself here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not on a trial. I'm not on trial. This isn't a podcast about food. It's a podcast about being trans and shit, which sometimes happens to be about food. But you know what? Not right now. Right now, uh, we're here to just get together and try to just just. G- be a community uh because it's been it's been a time it's been, it's a, been time. a time it's been a rough rough time i don't know i think we recorded uh a podcast last in september at least yeah september so it's been like a month and a half or something like that probably about six weeks that i already said um but it's been a uh ooh, it's been a rough six weeks yeah definitely um really. I know, especially, I mean, like, on the American side, obviously, and that's probably where, like, most of our listener base is, because that's how podcasts work, but uh, it's just been a rough one, listening to the threat of our status as humans being taken away. That's tough. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, yep. not the greatest. It's, it's not ideal. Um, granted, there's only so much they can do, but it's still not a encouraging thing to hear. That's not something like, you want to wake up to. Yeah, like, we've been bracing for this for, you know, two years now, building up to this point. Uh, and, you know, it finally happened, which, you know, we, we expected, but also it's like, man... It's something that a lot of people who are not kind of clued in on trans stuff were very kind of taken aback by. Yeah. And everyone else kind of in the trans community and allies to them were like, just kind of nodded their head like, yep. Yep, this is here we are. This is where we are. Yep. We told you two years ago. All right, but okay. We told you, cool. well, you, you told us not to worry, and well, now even you're worrying, so that's a yeah. lot. Eat shit, idiot. Except s- we're going to eat shit. <laughs> I'll also say as well, like, yeah, this has all been a lot on the American front, but that, that shit still has a lot of ramifications, like, similar to the, um, like, foster type shit regarding uh, laws against sex workers. Like that, totally. That reverberated back to even here in Australia, like within a week. Yeah. So it's just. Ugh. Yeah, sadly, America does have a lot of influence in what happens with it across the world. Which is fucked. Yes. We even if, stop that. Yeah. Even if it's not direct, like influence, it's very much like countries just going, "Oh, if they can no, get away with if, that." What if fascism? Yeah. Ooh, love that shit. Let's you, try this on for size. <laughs> Just following the American example. Pretty much. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. And uh, we would have done this sooner if we could have just to get together and talk about this. (laughs) Um, Fortunately, since we did stall, or not stall, but we couldn't get together to record this, we had, you know, some minor wins here and there. Yeah. Uh, With what with the American elections just going on, we got those midterms 
smash that vote button. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I did. I did a vote. I think that was my first Washington vote. Uh, so, you know. Heck yeah. That's that's a thing. Um, I know Ashley, you threw in some for Florida. Yeah, because I'm still registered in Florida. Yeah. So done. We done got those votes in. You can no longer vape um, in Florida. We did it. We did it, folks. You can no longer what in Florida? Vape. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. We'll vape inside. <laughs> I love that bill that was to ban indoor vaping and offshore oil drilling. It. Fucking, what a bill. I know it, like exactly how it happened. If, like, Oh, yeah. They just tacked it on there. Like, well, fine. If you want to ban offshore drilling, we're going to ban vaping. Yeah. like, And then everybody was like. Okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> Weird. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's like from, in my mind, this is a recent symptom, so that was probably from like 10 years ago at this point. Just when they joke about like, the one thing that will get any bill passed, uh, if, even if it seems unpopular, is a paperclip. Just tack it onto something yep, else that will get something passed. onto there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole big thing. Uh, it happens a lot. You know. Yeah. Oh my god. That's, that's how you get those weird laws. Yeah, uh, that like people talk about. It's just because they threw something on there that they knew was going to pass, and nobody read it and was like, "Yeah, I guess like ban vaping, sure, okay, whatever." So we've made we've passed the bill to like uh, give a certain percentage of funding to all orphanages across America, and also allow bears to wear hats. So you know, <laughs> that shit's in there too. Who did this? <laughs> This isn't even tacked uh, on. It's actually part of the same bill. What the heck? Actually, the same bill. That was an original. There were no edits to this. Wow. Well, I mean, that's why oh, it's man. called the Yogi Bill. That... <laughs> it, it also makes oh. sense why the uh, the sender introduced the bill with, hey, boo-boos. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, no ties. No ties mentioned in this entire bill. Like, the picnic basket in the house. <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking about it. That center might have just been Yogi Bear. <laughs> that might have just been Yogi Bear. We made Yogi Bear the Speaker of the House. He was Wild. chased out by a park ranger after us. Was he actually a senator? Did we actually... Ch- well, it's passed. We can't do anything now. I found out today that to be the, the Speaker of the House, you don't actually have to be an elected official. They just pick somebody. Yep. It just happens to be an elected official. All of the- Man, who wrote this shit? <laughs> It's even weirder when I hear things like certain civil servant uh, like positions are elected officials in America. I'm like, wait, what? Why does? Why is the county clerk an elected position? But you know, no, no complaining though. That you know, Kim Davis just. Absolutely- I was gonna say, shouts out to Kim Davis eating shit. Shout out to ah. Kim Davis. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kim Davis being the antagonist of the fucking Count of Monte Cristo story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shouts out to every bigot who lost, uh, over, over this last week, because it was quite a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, obviously, a few probably won, too, but for those of you who didn't, I salute your dumb ass. Eat shit. I hope you never re-enter the public sphere. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, congratulations to Elwood, uh, Cordell Jr. for straight up just really going like, oh, okay, you're gonna fuse me in a marriage license because I'm gay, huh? Well, guess what? I have your job now. Guess what? Guess what? The people yeah, I decided that I, I would do a better job than you. Like, 
Ah, uh, I'll fucking make my own. Official. It's also nice to see, like, uh, two Muslim women and two Native American women actually yeah. being in Congress now. That's yeah, really dope. super cool. And one of them is openly gay. Wild that it took us uh, this long to get a Native woman onto our government, but you know yeah. what? Here we are, I guess. It, it's fuck, one of the, fuck this. It's one of those things where, that's cool. Should have not taken. <laughs> See, like, that's cool. Wow, it's 2018. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. God, we have done just fucking atrocities. Sorry. I, I mean, yeah, same here in Australia. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Hey. Anyway, anyway, let's 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 maybe not focus on that. Colonialism. Um, I love colonies. No, I don't. I hate colonies. Actually, <laughs> please don't isolate that sound bite. Uh, <laughs> gonna Molly, just no. have that be the uh, intro to the podcast. Wow. Brutal. I deserve it. I know I made that meme of us assassinating each other, but Jesus Christ, Ashley. I was I was pretty mean to Ashley yesterday. It's <laughs> fair. She can... Very mean to me. <laughs> I was standing my ground. I mean, yes, but also you did murder my paper bones. <laughs> what happened? Okay. Um, so what happened was <laughs> <clears throat> Priscilla was making some kind of joke about how uh, she was going to give me permission to have my hypothetical eventual boyfriend in the apartment. And sure. she was like, I'll, I'll even let him sleep in our bed, Molly J. And I was like, bitch, what? Like, you guys don't get a choice. <laughs> like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys don't get to pick. Uh,. And they, like, I think Ashley said something, too, about it being, like, a girls-only house or something. I don't Uh know if Ashley... I don't think I just brought you into this out of nowhere. No, I definitely said something. Yeah, I think you... I I think you uh, popped off. Yeah, and I told you that you were scrawnier than any twink I could bring home. Wow! Uh, I'm just saying... Uh, and, and then, then you said that uh, any twink could beat me up <laughs> because you have, I paper have paper bones. You're very small. Is I'm the very, thing? Listen, I'm a, I'm a, that I'm is, a small girl. That's true. <laughs> that is it's accurate. True. That's very accurate. <laughs> you see, that's the secret. Is everyone uh, makes any, fun of Molly for being small when actually I am the small one. Secretly, Ashley is the tiny girl. Uh, yeah, Jesus. I mean, it's not really a secret. I think everybody knows that. Do y'all need me to be the diplomatic buy in that household? Like, seriously. I- <laughs> no. Like, I mean, if no. you want to come back, that's I cool. But like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want to if you want to flow through, that's all good. Uh, I, I don't think we need to assign an auspice to the situation. God. <laughs> oh, God. You good, you good, Ashley? No. <laughs> no? Okay, yeah. well, I guess so. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, we've been we've been just wanting to at least get together uh, regarding public events and not have much to say besides, like, they, they can't stop us from existing. So, uh, classification or not, we're still here, so... And yes. we're still a bigger group than they could ever honestly account for. So right, exactly. So yeah. uh, uh, even even in the darkest days, 
we we cannot be stopped is what I'm trying to say. I should have I should have prepared something. I should have thought about this before we did the podcast, but I didn't. <laughs> no. Also, it's it it's also nice, even though it is very much still just purely words at this point, but it was still reassuring to see a lot of people, both allies and as well as people who just aren't in the know, actually saying like, hey, this is actually fucked up. Don't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for real. Thank you to everybody who will stand up for us yes. like that. We we have dunked on allies a plenty on this podcast, deservedly most of the time, but mm-hmm. uh, it's still happened. Uh, I was gonna uh, say, and maybe we do is, appreciate is, those out there. Maybe this is a bit of a bummer, but like, it is. I it is nice that we are something that people seem to care about because there are a lot of other things like this happening about people that a lot of America at large don't seem to care about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... I'm glad that there has been a very big push from a lot of trans activists in recent years that has kind of given us this level of exposure and this level of people knowing our plight. Yeah. It it was a lot of hard work. It's not just like... Uh, it's not just shouting, it's actually yeah. like shouting at the right people and getting into the streets and actually putting in the hard work and yeah, bless everyone who's actually like done that hard work for us, for others, for themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I did actually have some uh, fun voter news as well from Australia's side. Ooh. Oh, do tell. So, uh, some backstory. Oh, how do I put this? It's it's just it's hard to like try and compare the way representatives work uh, here compared to America, for example. But we have uh, basically, I guess for UB districts for us, we call it electorates. <laughs> and uh, the electorates are basically like, what helped decide a lot regarding uh, our Senate and House of Lords representatives and such. And so recently, our former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, who was ousted in another uh, fucking coup with Jesus the Christ. Liberal. Yeah, okay. So again, a little bit more backstory for those who don't know. The past, like, I want to say seven years of Australian politics have been a very long knife fight. Every um, year I have known about Australian politics, every single fucking year you guys have a new prime minister. So, every goddamn year. <laughs> so it was like, hey, Kevin Rudd, 2011, a uh, lot of backdoor like shenanigans and rumors start spilling out about him not being great to staff, and that starts becoming more of an issue, and then, oh, he gets ousted by the Labour Party, and Julia Gillard, our first uh, female prime minister, gets put into position, because she was the next in line, and, Boo. Ele- and elected head, yeah, um, immediately she is politically assassinated in almost every respect. While still, like, not the best She did politician. suck, right? <clears throat> she was, like, not... She wasn't terrible. Okay. Uh, she was not outright bad. It was just the yeah. case where she was still towing the party line in a lot of cases regarding okay, things that, like... that's fair. ...same-sex marriage, yeah. So, very much in the grand scheme of things, I, I don't usually like this saying, but she was very much the lesser of... Not even two, but many evils. Sure. No, totally. I Like, uh, I was complaining that there were, like, 
all the judges on my ballot were running unopposed. And it's yeah. like, it's probably fine, <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, she gets just politically assassinated and ends up losing to, uh, God, Tony Abbott. Jesus Christ. All right. This all actually happened on the giant uh, bomb cast. So if you go listen back to that, you can actually hear these politics happen in real time. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, like, Tony Abbott, uh, liberal member, part of the, um, coalition, which is basically liberal party, which is our right, which is wild. You can't name your party the coalition! <laughs> well, because it's the liberal party, and because they know they just won't have the strength in numbers as much, they've made a coalition with other smaller right-wing parties, like, you know, um... The fascists. Yeah, like basically all the hard right-wing Christian parties. Great. Wonderful. Like, wonder- My favorite people. One of them's called Australia First. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, you know it's bad. Um, the one of them's called the National Party. So, you know, it just oh, goes dear. on from there. Anyway, he's just, the he's a dumbass. He was very rightfully called Al George W. Bush, but in like... 2010s so it's like great cool yeah it was like george w bush after we already fucked that up <laughs> it was it's very much the joke of hey australians really catch on to american fads a bit late huh um you you looked so at that us and like mm, some of that <laughs> yeah uh anyway he uh he ends up getting fucking knifed as well by his by another Every so time you say t- this, I feel like I'm like, is this the time it's for real? Like, did he actually get? <laughs> no. Every time you say this, I'm just like thinking DJ caught a voice. Another oh. one. <laughs> it's the case where there's now a term for it, which is called because it's now just always happened in the Liberal Party. It's called the Liberal Spill or Lib Spill because it's basically okay. <laughs> the party has spilled into basically a real divide over who should be the leader of the party. Oh my god, you guys just get it together! Because it's the case where we don't elect a leader individually, we elect a party, and then the party's leader is the one who becomes the prime minister. Yeah, yeah, so, it's it's just the yeah. majority leader, basically. Yeah. End of 2015, uh, he gets ousted, and he gets replaced with Malcolm Turnbull, who even people <clears throat> who are a bit more left-leaning were actually happy about, because Malcolm Turnbull is very much like... Isn't that dude, the dude from Dragon Age? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But he's very much like, okay, for, you know, at first glance, he's probably the better of the bunch because he actually seems like he has brains about himself. Okay, I was going to say, I thought he sucked. So. Let's get he, to the part where he sucks. Please. He ended up sucking because he didn't only just tow the potty line. He just crumbled to every demand they gave from oh, the, dear. the further right wing potties and just started going against it. Like, you know, in true political fashion, are going against everything he ever, like, yeah. stood up for. Before. Ever stood for? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that goes on, and he just becomes known as this, like, real no-spine coward in all of media. And that's, you know, end of 2015, we're now, you know, 2018, and we've had another libs, Phil. <laughs> and Okay, wait, 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 hang on. Didn't Turnbull go up twice... Yes, so he went up Fuck ag- me. in the same in this same year. Basically, he went up against yes, okay, the foreign minister uh, Peter Dutton, who actually looks like a lizard man. And I'm not. Why do I know more about Australian politics than I do American politics? <laughs> it's more interesting in some ways, and it's the y'all thing- are always scrapping. <laughs> it's the thing where like it's basically a Three Stooges bit, but like <laughs> you know, the, but the- like people's <laughs> lives are on the line. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, he goes, Peter Dutton challenges him, it all goes down. For, and WrestleMania. Turbo <laughs> still comes out on, to, uh, out on top relatively, but then he also gets challenged by Scott Morrison, the world, uh, a real dirtbag. <laughs> and Scott Morrison wins the Libsville, and he is now the Prime Minister currently, and he's just a real scumbag in every respect. Uh. I, I don't... Normally I'd be worried about like the language I use regarding political figures here in Australia. Nah, he's, a, he's an actual scumbag. He can go to hell. Um... I mean, all these people, even including the Labour Party, they're all complicit in, like, uh, keeping refugees on Nauru and, like, actual human rights violations. And Liberal Party especially is just very much uh, hugely responsible for all the bullshit regarding LGBTQIA people and their problems in Australia. And, yeah, they, they want to run Australia as a business. And they, now, can, they can fuck right off. Yes, absolutely. Now, Julie, when mm-hmm. you say you should be careful about the language you use talking about political figures... Um, no, we're on the internet. It's knives out time. Knives yeah. are out. Yeah. Knives are out. We we knife each other. We knife politicians, especially. Yeah. I, all listen, knives all the time. I was brought on... I was asked to give a statement to BuzzFeed after I just straight up called him, like, just a lot of bad things on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. This is how you get it. <laughs> this is why BuzzFeed um, came anyway. to you. <laughs> this is why uh, you're anyway. now the editor of BuzzFeed. No, God. No, 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 no. Um, but the nice thing that came out of it was Malcolm Turnbull ended up just really dishing out how much he hated being the Prime Minister lately and how it sucked and how he's just sick of that entire party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I didn't want Damn, that I'm job. I'm so glad I'm just sleeping now. <laughs> but then he... I didn't want it anyway. He, he then resigned, and but he was the representative for... Uh, the Wentworth electorate, which is a historically liberal electorate. Like, it's been one of their big bastions for their votes. Uh, okay. Because it's, you know, no, it's stereotyped to be a fairly well-off neighborhood, and it is for the most part, but there's still, like, a lot of disenfranchised people uh, okay. in all socioeconomic, you know, um, bands within that electorate. But he resigned, so he forfeited his seat, his position. Yeah, peace sign. So, we then there needs to be an election within that electorate, and in comes, uh, we've got the Liberals representative, I do not know his name, he's a nobody, I don't care, I'm sorry, like, sorry to you, buddy, sorry, you, sorry you got put up as a sacrificial lamb in this case, um, yeah. but yeah, so, but then, Some his, op- his opponent is not Labour, not Liberal, but an independent lady, uh, who is Dr. Karen Phelps, uh, Dr. Karen Phelps, uh, an out-and-out lesbian and social activist. And oh, hell yeah. Who is arguing for refugee rights and equality for LGBTQIA people in Australia. Yeah. And is very much for, like, uh, narrowing, like, socioeconomic uh, gaps and actually, like, helping poverty-stricken uh, Australians. And... Yeah, what's up, girl? Also former, like, deputy, you know, uh, mayor of Sydney and everything... And, yeah, so <laughs> she goes up, and it's a real, like, oh, she'll never win. I mean, she's an independent. She's very popular and stuff, but she'll never win. I think within the first few hours of the polls closing, one of our most renowned political analysts, uh, bless his soul, Anthony Green, who has just become a meme within Australian politics himself, he's, he's just... The Nate Silver... Yeah, pretty much, but imagine if Nate Silver was an actually, like, nice, affable older gentleman. 
Okay. Just as, like, imagine if, like, the most stereotypical, like, dad in his 60s was Nate Silva. <laughs> okay. Okay. And he, like, within the first few hours of the polls closing, on the same day, he was like, nah, she's kind of won this. Like, we can kind of see oh, damn. from the oh, numbers. Beans. And Got it wrong. Because the way it works is, in our voting system, uh, you have preferential voting. So imagine, yeah, because you guys mark like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 or whatever. Yeah, so imagine you're given a slip of paper that has boxes with the main candidates' names, and you put your, you can put your like first and second preference if you want to go the full amount. There's like six on the main ballot, and then if you... For like a federal election, you can go like the whole forty or so. Yeah, um, so it's like a weighted vote. Re- yeah, so the way it works is okay. If after the votes have counted, there's no, if uh, no one has an above fifty percent majority, um, you eliminate the anyone below like the uh, the top three, and then okay. any one of their votes so, because they'll have preferences to the other um, candidates will go towards those candidates. And you just keep doing it that way until you try and find majority. And it was the case where there just was no majority, but it was very much like 49 versus 48% for Phelps and her opposition from the Liberal Party. And I was like, damn, she's winning. And then they're like, the, the Liberal Party said, no, we're not done yet, because, you know, we've got postal votes. We've got people mailing in from all over the country and from you know, overseas who represent this electorate. And we're, was, we're not dead yet, everyone. And there was some genuine worry because, you know, uh, a lot of those people are from older generations and either they can't make it to the actual polling uh, booth yeah. or they can't actually, or they're just overseas or they don't live in that electorate anymore, but they still yeah. want to be represented there. So, but and historically, they've always been very firm, like liberal voters. No, she still won. <laughs> she still fucking Damn. crushed it. It was a... <laughs> shit Australian politics. So yeah, that was nice to see. Hey, we've gotten... Here's an actual, like, out-and-out lesbian in Parliament. It's cool to see. Like, she's still not the best. Like, there's still some iffiness regarding the fact that she wants to work with the Liberal Party in some ways. So it's a little bit of annoying bipartisanship. Yeah, of course we you know, got that here, okay. too. God, everyone stop it! I mean, it's the case where... It, like, realistically, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, all these people are friends. Like... All these people, like, dinner guests at each other's houses, but at the same time, you know. Bipartisanship is fake. (laughs) It's a made-up word. (laughs) But yeah, that was... That was fun to see, just, like, all this go down, and at the very least, this fairly right-wing conservative, or, to put it politely, old-fashioned electorate is now being represented by an independent lesbian. Damn, I love the Aussie politics hour. It's just so much. It's so much. Y'all do too much. Y'all are well, wild. Well, there hadn't been a digital monocast for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> needed to get out. <laughs> the best thing is, Zach, my fiancé, has arrived here in time for both of the recent Libs bills with Malcolm Turnbull, as well yeah. as this election, and now he's going to be around for the next federal election. I'm like, oh, honey, you're in for a wild ride. Are oh, you in? Toasty. Again, it's still nice that... Uh, <laughs> Again, all of us Aussies were kind of aghast at how American politics are run because we have voting voting's done on a public holiday or a Saturday here when no one's oh, working. No. And oh no, we don't. No, we no, don't no, do no, anything no. Nice. <laughs> and 
and no, we no, no, no. only you do misunderstand. we only do paper ballots because we know like no one's going to trust the Australian government to run stuff electronically, and also you know everywhere there's a barbecue and like a bake sale at every polling booth. Listen, yep. yeah, you know what? Truly, though, hmm. if you do all that, uh, you see the disenfranchised could vote, and we don't want that. Yeah, hmm. you got to have that. There. You can't have that. I I have. You know, known about the shittiness of voting in America, but every year it still strikes me like, God damn it, what the fuck? Yeah, and every year we just go, huh, this shitty, and then we don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, if was... only we could do something about this problem. I did see it. Oh, was, well, it, was nice, it, it was nice to see a Michigan actually like put in anti gerrymandering legislature yeah. lately and such. Yeah, they, they slammed some stuff in there, banged it out. Yeah, putting a. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> ousting fucking. The go- uh, the person who is partially, if not fully responsible for the Flint water crisis, with a Muslim woman who is going to just get try and get rid of all the shit he put in place. Hell in Michigan. yeah! Fuck yeah! That's good. You're to see. God, somebody please get some fucking water. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. Is not. <laughs> This is not the podcast for that joke. <laughs> it, it seemed like it, it was. <laughs> hey, everybody. Everybody, go see. Uh, go watch John Boys is Pretty Good. This podcast. Watch the John Boys Pretty Good episode on poker. Just, no, no, just watch all of John Boys is Pretty just Good. Watch, just watch all of Pretty Good. It's, it's pretty good. It, it's pretty listen, good. Listen, I would say, I would say it's pretty good. I'd I would say. say it's a little bit better than that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot this better. Ridiculous. <laughs> that was half an hour <laughs> Just want some water. <laughs> he just wanted some water so badly. <laughs> Me, uh, Can I have water if you want to be a champ. No, I still love Gus. Fucking <laughs> Gus rules. Gus, Gus hands and rules. Okay. Dave. okay, we have to stop <laughs> talking about this. We, we have to stop. stop. Talk about po- poker on our transgender advice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> transgender advice podcast. <laughs> Anyway, to bring it back, uh, also nice to see apparently Missouri kept in their um, anti-discrimination laws against yes. Yes. trans and gay people. Yes, they, like, they managed really to cool. do that, so good job, Missouri. Shouts out. Yeah. Um, I know we in Washington passed a law that gets rid of um, before to charge a police officer with more than manslaughter, you had to prove malice or malicious intent. We mm-hmm. just got rid of the fuck of that. That's good. So, yeah. uh, Hell yeah. Uh, now I know we can, that California has passed something for uh, Giving three hundred million dollars to things that help the homeless. Yeah, that whips. Um, but California, why didn't you vote for yeah. rent control, bud? What are you doing down there? I I trusted you. I <laughs> thought you could do this. You prop aided me I, again. I feel like there's some weird <laughs> you absolute like, writing in that bill language. There's some there's some really weird. I, like you know that's always yeah. intentional, right? Like they they get their hands on it and then they put the weird language in there, so it's hard to tell yeah. what that bill actually does, but. Yeah, it, it's a shame we didn't get that one because uh, rent is a huge mm-hmm. problem everywhere. In California. Literally uh, everywhere. Yeah, In California especially is just only going to get uh, worse. Uh, which is weird because it's not that great a place to live. I, I was bummed about some of the stuff that happened in Florida. Obviously, we it still uh, went to a Republican in the end, a Republican senator. Yeah. But, uh, I feel good about a lot of the amendments that passed, especially the one... Yeah, it seems like you guys got mostly good yeah. stuff happening. Yeah. Um, like, part of it is just that Florida's gone red for so long that it's very hard to get it out of that. It's hard to break that. And yeah. we weren't as close as Texas, which is still very cool to have. 
Yeah, but we, yeah. Were, we were closer, which is good. Yeah, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Uh, and having um, yeah, shout out to Beta Roll. Yes, and having yeah. uh, one and a half million people who can vote now is, I think, a very important stuff. Yes, that, that is going to be huge. That is going to be huge. Florida is going to spend the next two years just desperately trying to get voter ID laws into place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just trying to really uh, just And hopefully they the are people. just going to try and undo that amendment because uh, letting 1.5 million previously convicted people, uh, my guess is that most of them are going to be voting I, blue. I'm, you know, I don't know for 100%. I don't know for sure. Yes. But feels like that's probably the case. Uh, it's just something yep. I know from, like, my kind of small experience in Florida politics. Yeah. It's something that a lot of people have been working very hard for for a very long time. Yeah, it's I'm I'm really glad it's yeah. finally come around. Uh so there's uh there's definitely some positives yes. that have happened uh since we last and since we last met up yeah, for this. Definitely when that memo came out from the White House about trans people and about like kind of changing the definition of gender and sex to be much more binary and much more set by yep. uh, what you were selling at birth. I, yep. I I had a few week like a few weeks of just utter despair. And yeah. I had a lot of uh people coming and saying that it was to not worry about it that much. Which is never going to help. No, don't. Hey, <clears throat> motherfucker. Especially if you're not one of us. Hey, you you don't get to talk now. You get to shut up now. It's one Forever. thing. Yeah. It's like one thing to say, hey, you know, let's not focus on the end of the world. But also, something to just be realistic and go, this is really bad. Yeah. Yes, if you want to acknowledge that we are in a fucking situation. Absolutely. 100%. You don't get to go out there and be like, oh, no, don't worry. It's not that bad. It's no big deal. You don't get to decide that. You're you're not part of that group. You don't know what is and is not a big deal. Yep. Uh, uh, also, yeah. I forgot another, uh, specifically New South Wales thing, uh, my state okay. here in Australia. Yeah. Uh, there was recently some actual like good anti-discrimination legislatures being put forward of, hey, because um, we have a huge, like, so the way schools work here, as a bit of context, is that, you know, you have your public and private schools, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of private schools are denominational, specifically Anglican, Christian, or Catholic. And okay. in a lot of cases, like, church conglomerates just own those private schools to some extent. Ooh. They have, like, a majority okay. share. Yeah! Um, anyway, there was some actual legislature put forward of, hey, these schools cannot discriminate uh, against any LGBTQIA kids or staff members. And I was like, that's cool. Nice. That's cool to see, especially after all the hullabaloo lately of um, politicians here quoting shitty, like, uh, gender studies that aren't accurate yeah. at all. Yeah, fake as hell. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, our Prime Minister, fuck, fuck you, Scott Morrison, saying like, oh, we shouldn't be pushing gender on kids. Like, shut up. Shut up. We literally have gendered uniforms in every school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that was being put forward. And then the Anglican group here in New South Wales was like, nah. And they apparently got 
a bunch, if not all of the uh, private schools they own, which were major private schools, like prestigious private schools that are high schools here, uh, mm -hmm. to like sign a letter that was basically like, oh, we don't, we should be allowed to like uh, make sure that our staff and students uh, adhere to the, the our ethos within the school. Uh, it's just like just utter bullshit, just utter like yeah. complete bullshit. And in response, ethos is another fake word. In response, a lot of former students, current students, and parents from all those schools tore all those schools and their principals apart. Uh, uh -oh. It got very ugly for a lot of them, which is good because they deserve yeah. it. Um, but one principal uh, from a boys' school said that. Like, the day that letter became public, the phones were just ringing constantly, and oh, there was a lot of angry people. You know, people who, you know, either have kids in that school, or, you know, are part of alumni. Wanted kids in that school, or used to be. And, or, and especially people who make <clears throat> contributions to those schools, because that's a yep. big part of their funding. Um, Put that big money. And all of them going like, what the fuck? What did you just do? And... All the like all the principals who've come out and publicly apologized have all given the same sob story of like we just wanted to uh, you know put forward that you know we should be allowed to hire who we want to hire, make sure that they are actually like adhere to our spiritual like beliefs and such. Like, how did you not get the context of this letter being in regards to discriminating against queer and trans and non-binary? Eat and my whole ass. Yeah, just like. <clears throat> no, no sympathy for those people. Fuck Th out of here. Three words. They should know. Uh, four words, really. They should know better. Just yeah, yeah. Sorry, and uh, but you know, nice to see like parents and students and former students taking action in regards to that very quickly and yeah. actually like getting effectively. Yeah, effectively getting a response out of that. Especially um, several of my friends who went to like one of the schools that was in that letter just be just very publicly pointing out like no no we were like alumni of the school no we're not supporting this go to hell some of us would uh, would be directly affected by this action if we were still in the school yep yep so yeah it's yeah that, that wasn't like a good or bad thing just very much a thing that happened and yeah that's cool yeah uh I think we've been we've been just shooting the breeze long enough. I think we can move on to some uh, questions unless you have some more stuff. Uh, I actually. don't. Okay, yeah, let's let's uh, let's jump into the to the to the stuff because we did put out a question post. Do we get we, any we, any yeah, responses? This is a, we're kind of talking about politics for the first half, but the uh, this second part is going to be mostly a general uh, Q and A. Yeah, yeah. We mostly just wanted to actually like. It felt right to put an episode, even if we didn't have much to actually talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, and we may do more general Q and A's in the future, just to yeah, just because uh, you know topics aren't super easy to come by, and we've covered a lot at least uh, at within, this point. At least within our spheres of knowledge, within yeah. our spheres, yeah, yeah. With, within stuff we can actually mm -hmm. talk about. This is yeah. an Adel, you know, advice podcast, but we still want to be like somewhat knowledgeable. knowledgeable. We want to have anecdotal advice, not just like, well, I read once that... <laughs> yeah. I read an article that only drinking Sprite make you live forever. I think I say that oh, only damn. drinking Sprite will make you a girl. 
That's why I only drink Sprite. <laughs> not Mountain Dew, though. That's not the trick. Stay that's away the from trans that. mask drink. It's not the same. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> please, please send us your pictures of drinking. No, don't, don't. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag trans Sprite. Oh. Are you trans Sprite or trans Mellow Yellow? <laughs> no, don't give the Mellow Yellow. Don't. Trans men deserve are better. You tra- are you trans Aussie Cola? What What are you guys doing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't All know. All right, let's questions. Holy. All right, where can the people send questions They to? can send questions at <laughs> TM Radiocast on Twitter to Transmission Radio Podcast on Tumblr and to... Transmissionquestions at gmail.com. <laughs> I was going I know, through but I my had tabs. It faster and I wanted to help. <laughs> Thank you. I know, but uh, I got you. From at Tabletop Gamer on the Twitter. Where is your advice for dealing with people who are not entirely comfortable with you but express interest in maintaining your relationship? How do you balance the sometimes slow path to acceptance from people close to you with the emotional exhaustion that comes with it? Never let them breathe. I mean that in the sense that, like, you don't have to hold anything back. Yeah. Like, you just do you, and they either deal with it or they do not. They have they have two choices. Yeah, (laughs) really. uh, Get better. You need to keep in mind that it is not on you. That you like you are not the person at fault here. Like it it is on them to get over whatever things they have and learn and become a better person it is not on you to like lower yourself and apologize to become acceptable in their eyes I think as well uh, a tactic you could employ which I've done for some people who would just have expressed casual racism and such towards me uh, without meaning any malice behind it and it's still trying to be friends with me. It's like, just, this seems harsh than it actually is, but just interrogate them. Just ask them, like, hey, why do you feel this way? Like, what what, what about me yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable? And, like, it's the case where a lot of these people who, for the most part, are well-meaning or who want to maintain some sort of relationship with you in any sense of the word just have never actually taken a moment to question themselves and actually maintain yeah. some self-awareness. Yeah, like they've never looked inward about it. Yeah, they've just accepted like how they feel as the truth rather than you know, maybe an That's a good thing to do when best. someone does a transphobic joke. Because I've had that happen with people who are like 100% yeah. cool with me, want, like really good people. But they will say transphobic joke, and I'll mm-hmm. just go, hey, why is that funny? Yep, that's always the perfect tactic. Yeah. And, like, even if you need to, like, well, play if, dumb enough, like, no, yeah. I don't get it, what's fun? What, like, what's the joke? Yeah, yeah, can you explain the joke? I, I'm sorry, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, what's and funny? Because the majority of the time, they'll just have to admit that the thing that they thought was funny was, like, oh, a girl with a penis. Yep. That's good for almost like, any mm. kind of like casually offensive joke, be it uh, 
gender and identity, sexuality, race, even like jokes about uh, yeah. violence towards sex workers. Like, just I've started using them more when people joke about like you oh dead hookers. I'm like, why is it funny? Yeah, why is that? It's it's never been what the hell? Yeah, it's never been funny. Why did I think that was funny? Well, yeah. What was I doing? It's very easy to be, to be manipulated by media. So yeah, I, I, it, I, it's, oh totally. Yeah, I, the majority of the time, it, like I don't yeah. like see it as malice from those people. It is more just yeah. that like we live. Oh god, we live in a society that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hated myself as soon as I said it. Even before I said it, we live in a society that really, uh, like, just has a lot of underlying hatred in it, and that is often disguised as jokes. Like, I saw there's, a, like, a Twitter or Tumblr post that's going around, uh, that I, 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 I laughed at cause, with a sad laugh, because it's very true, which is, it was, like, mm-hmm. being trans is, like, uh, if every time you went back to watch an old TV show you loved, that the cast just all turned to the camera yep. on point and said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yes, I, I think Julie's interrogate them is a good advice. When they when they do something shitty, Cause, yeah. just really ask them, like, what what is going on? What is their thought process? Yeah. And if they don't have an answer for you, then just tell them, well, don't talk to me until you have an answer for Be like, think about that one. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk to you until I at least get a response from you, because to explain to them from your point of view, this is extremely troubling for you to deal with, and having to constantly be on edge and walk around on eggshells around them is just, like, frustrating at best. And... Also, just if, if they really don't get it, just tell them, hey, if you were friends with someone who genuinely found a part of you, like even just something as innocuous as the color of your hair, unnerving, and yet they still were trying to be friends with you, would you feel comfortable around them? Because the answer on probably a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah, the answer will be no. If they try and like weasel the way out of that, don't give them that room. Just like be like, okay, and, and say to them even, if you try and rationalize that, I'm walking away. Julie, would you say that you shouldn't let them breathe? Don't yes. let them breathe. That <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, worst case scenario is you you might have to give that person an ultimatum. You might have to just be like, hey, it's either you get comfortable with me because this is just who I am. I'm not doing anything to infringe upon you. I'm not trying to like, uh like, step on any of your rights. Uh, so, of, it's on you. If you can't, like, And of course, this gets me, way more I'm complicated done. when it's family members and it's people that you live with. Yes. 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 1,000%. But if this is a person you see on a regular basis but have the, pos- have the opportunity to not interact with when you see them or, like, a co-worker or a friend you meet up with as a, as part of a group, or even just a friend you would see at, like, a local hangout. That is, you know, maybe the actual solution yeah. at the end of yeah, the day. it sadly, sucks. Which sucks. It's not a good thing, but you're, like, 
comfort and ability to just live your life is more important than like their own personal feelings to be completely honest uh i'm gonna move on to the next question uh this is from uh fumi g uh do you have any lgbtqia plus manga recommendations uh they recommend uh kase-san uh, Bride as a Boy and My Lesson Experience with Loneliness, but noting that the last one may be too much for people. I feel like they've just immediately taken half of our recommendations, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I know I'm a very big proponent of, of Kase-san. Mm-hmm. I know that you love The Bride was a Boy. Oh, yeah. I love The Bride was a Boy, yeah. too. Um, um, the Bride was a Boy was really good. I would also recommend, if you're interested in Yuri that stars adults, that is translated... Uh, and available in America, I would recommend After Hours. I've not heard of that one, actually. It's a it's a really good one. It's not as well-known as some of the, like, high schooler ones. Sure, sure. Uh, but if you want to read some Yuri that isn't, take that doesn't take place at a school and doesn't star people who are underage, <laughs> that's a good thing to go with. Yeah. Uh, it's about uh, two women who meet at a club, and one of them is a DJ, and then the other one becomes a DJ. Oh, hell yeah. You have immediately sold me! <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a really uh, cute one. Um, I would also recommend, uh, not necessarily lining up with any of us, but I still really like it, uh, Go For It Nakamura. Damn it, you took one of my... <laughs> Listen, this is my, like, forte. No, no, that's fair. It was. I just when I saw that question, like, I was like, my zone. "Oh, it's gonna be a race between me and Ashley to recommend go for a Nakamura." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we found that together. It's a very cute manga about a gay boy who is in love with one of his classmates. The worst part about it is that it's a one shot only. Because <laughs> I I wish it was a series, but also I'm glad it's like a nice self contained story. I thought it was. a series. I don't think so. As far as I know, it was. It's so far only been planned as it could spawn off. Uh, a series, but I, I, I just because I know that that also happened with Kase-san. Okay, so it, it could be like almost like a test pilot in some case. I hope yes. it, I hope that's the case, but also, yeah, um, like Ashley said, it's a very cute manga. Also, if you're a fan of the Rama style of art, uh, that's yes. also very reminiscent of that. I think we realized that the guy who made it used to do. Like, dojins of yes, that. which is... <laughs> living that true lifestyle oh boy. of a queer nerd. <laughs> uh, my Brother's Husband is also Real a very shit. good yep. one. Yep, uh, Regarding gay men and also just uh, getting an actual, like, in-depth look at uh, queerness in Japan. Yeah, that's, that's really cool because it's one of those things where it takes the point of view of an ally, but at least an uh, not even an ally, but just someone who's very ignorant and actually having their worldview changed right before their eyes. And not also being like, oh, like this... It's very much not like a... There's no like magic gay person in it. No. Who like teaches them everything. Like It is very much like... It feels realistic. Yeah. And there's a certain melancholy to it, which I'm glad is touched upon, considering the actual plot of the series. Yes. I think that's only coming um, to America as, like, a combined two volumes, but... It, yeah, there is, uh... They just released the second volume that is... Uh... 
that finishes out the series. Yeah. Um, but I'm just mostly mentioning that because I think there was some confusion. Because in Japan, I think it was four volumes that was that was smaller. I think they've just been collated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, there's also a TV show of that. Yeah, that, that seems pretty cool. Um, I would also Wandering Sun. You're just taking all the... God damn it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that we just know both of them and we're going to talk no, about them. If, if you want to say it, no, 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 no. I'll edit no, it. No, 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 no. It's fine. I'm just... I'm mostly laughing at it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, the Wandering Sun has a... I've not read all of it. I'm still kind of working through it. But it has, uh, it's a story about two uh, transgender people. Uh, one trans girl, one trans boy. And their kind of journey through life and, the, you know, like the good that comes out of their life, the bad that comes out of their life, just, you know, normal, like, as happens with everyone. Yeah, it, like, starts with them in, like, middle school, and it goes through to their adult lives. Yes, it's very good, it's very well written, it's very well I think done. it's also cool to see that, uh, even though it's about uh, adolescence, there are adult queer and trans people characters in that story as well, which is cool to actually see, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's nice to see, quote-unquote, uh, relative elders represented. Yes. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just going to give a quick warning. I I heard that some dubs of the anime yeah. added some unfortunate language in. Yeah, uh, I've heard that too. That that was not present in the original. Definitely some liberties taken with localization and translation. Yes. Um, I'll say as well, that first episode of the anime adaptation is fantastic. But also, just a little bit of a content warning, uh, it involves the main character who's um, uh, trans-feminine just, like, kind of being confronted with bigotry in the family. And while that scene is very confronting, and I'm just giving a warning to people who are sensitive about that stuff, understandably, uh, if you're able to, like, stomach that, there's no violence, there's no... There's a slight physical alteration regarding, like, shoving, from what I can remember, but that scene is beautifully filmed. I can't recommend watching that first episode alone because it's nice to see a like scene from any trans person's life depicted and while it's like the bad moment we've all kind of suffered in one way or another seeing it not embellished but seeing it accurately portrayed as like an actual yes like difficult experience without it being exploitative is the word i'm looking for i guess Mm mm-hmm uh, yeah, it's it, one of the one of the strengths of that series is that is it is not just kind of the most dire, serious moments of uh, a trans person's life. It is kind of it is all of their life. It's the big and the small moments, which I think we need to see more of. Yes, uh, and I've definitely noticed just speaking more generally, that I've seen a lot more LGBT content in anime than previous years. Yeah. It's, it's been a nice upswell. Uh, there, in, uh, yeah, in uh, Anima Yell, there's a very nice scene of a girl coming out to her friends. Oh, that's the series. Okay, cool. Yes, and uh, it's a comedy, but uh, uh, Skullface bookseller Oh, Hondo-san. God, that series is so good. <laughs> 
uh, has a lot about uh, Yaoi and Boy Loves Manga and also just, like, the weird politics of it and... Yeah, there's that one scene, uh, I think we both separately had a chuckle, like, Doc chuckle at with, like, oh, you want, like, the LGBTQ comics? Uh, They're over here. It's, like, this tiny section. But over here is this massive boy love yaoi section. Yes. Like, that's just the way the categorization works. And also, like, the, uh... Like, noticing, like, how the government will censor things like that. And even straight stuff over the smallest things. Like, anything... Yeah, just... It, all it yeah. takes is a phone call from a concerned citizen in Japan, and it's like, yes. whoop. Um, um, also, just watch that, and watch then, that like, show as well if you've ever worked retail. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it's a really it's good a show. It's nice a therapeutic um, show. And then, of course, uh, there's a lot of Yuri that has a lot of LGBT stuff that hasn't been brought over. Uh, that is more kind of an illegal gray area, I'll say. Sure, sure. But it's out there if people want to find it. Yes. If you really want some a list of stuff, I can send you something. <laughs> Just contact me on Twitter. I'm always good for it. Ashley in an alley with a trench coat full of gray market Yuri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll recommend just very quick. Uh, I think it's called Honey and Honey. As one of those wanted to check out. Which is an autobiographical comic about the LGBTQ community in japan oh hell yeah that's always cool to see uh it stars uh it's written by a lesbian woman and it stars uh uh her and her partner who's a bisexual woman uh and it also includes a lot of trans men and their experience in japan that's cool uh it's something to check out it's, it's a bit old nowadays it came out in like around like 2007 Dang. Yeah, but it's it's still a very interesting read. Nice. Um, um, so that's what we got from Twitter. I guess I also just quickly recommend as well uh, for a more light-hearted oh, yes. uh, series that's more about like experimenting with uh, gender identity and gender presentation, especially like cross-dressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Jellyfish is a fun series. Yes. Um, I've not read in a while, so I'm happy to be corrected about some stuff that may, like, not be as good in retrospect these days, but that was one of those things where I I read it when I was still struggling with gender stuff, and it was a nice, like, <laughs> harder read. It it's, reminds me of a lot of, I think we talked about this, the uh, Genshiken sequel? Yeah! Where there is a character who is very, like gender non-conforming and listen like just a guy wearing dresses and wearing makeup is a cool thing like it's not yeah. like we're demanding like it is sometimes like frustrating like the mo- amount of like like the the trans version of no homo yeah just because it's like we don't want we want to talk about this but we don't want to fully talk about this yes so yeah it, it but it's you know it's there it, it's there if you want to like Give it a quick read. Yeah, it it, it is a kind of uh, queer adjacent. Sure, definitely. Yes. Um, we actually got a question from the t- on the Tumblr. Oh, fantastic. Uh, 
It's an anonymous question. Hello, uh, hello. your uh, podcast is The Bomb, and I have a question. I decided trusting the waters by going by my last name and they, them pronouns with my close friend group. Is it okay to ask them over group chat? Ultimately, I like to use he, him, and change names, the whole shebang. But it's not an option since I'm a teacher ed, in a teacher's ed degree in Kansas, and I'm still dealing with uh, some internalized transphobia shit. Uh, also, have any of you struggled with underlying that transness is uh, is imaginary? That's uh, they give their name as Jack. Sorry, what was that last part again? Uh, have any of you struggled with unlearning that transness is imaginary? Ah, yeah. Which, yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. Yes. Hello, Molly. I've re-entered the podcast. Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough. If it's you come from any oppressed bad. minority dealing with internalized bullshit, um, bad. So. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. There was a uh, lot it, of it's hard. Gender, yeah, me unlearning a lot of that stuff. And I'm still unlearning a lot of it, but, like, definitely at the beginning, there was a lot of me, like, well, I can't be trans because of some made-up reason, yeah. X, Y, Z, any reason, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a million reasons why you can decide that you don't want to be that. And also, like, I had a long time where I was like, I, I, I can't like boys. Even though, uh, even when I, you know, before I started transitioning and all that, like, my brother is uh, pan- and like he's super cool with it and all about it. I'm like, I, I'm, yes. but I'm not gay. It, it's I can't, not I, me though. But you know, I not can't me. be into guys, not even me. though Cesaro is a very Couldn't cute be. wrestler. I I said a lot of things about boys before I came out and like decided that I liked them. <laughs> that it, yeah, looking no, back, hey, listen, it, that should have known a lot of things, especially. Yes. especially like the yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. <laughs> you know, very bisexual. Mostly, like, feminine preferred uh, lady experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. even b- before I, like, that's, realized that's I was fucking... trans, I had, like, multiple things like, man, I wish I was a girl. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, extremely, 100%. Yeah, and obviously, yes. you know, your mileage may vary. No. So no. This is not a 100% tried and true thing for everybody. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, it, it's hard to decide whether or not you should be coming out to people, yes. I guess, is the actual question, right? Um, yeah, I mean, ugh, you like, mm-hmm. you do it as you can and what it's safe. That's, you know, 90% of the answers, like we said, like we've yeah. said before, like, and I, if you're safe, I feel like, like, live your life. You, like... Obviously, I don't know completely because this is just, you know, a small question on Tumblr, but, like, with your friends, I feel like, and it, it's, it, I know it's difficult, but, like, if you know them well enough, I feel like you know if you can use they, them at first or even he, him eventually with them. Yep. You should have, not should you may have some kind of, like, finger on the pulse of that situation. Yes. Like, even if it is, like, it feels scary, you probably have, like, an inkling of how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it turns out for the better, sometimes it turns out for the worse, but, I mean, if you can't be who you are with your friends, then... They're probably not the friends you deserve. They're probably not, yeah, you should probably start looking for new friends. And that sounds harsh, but that's uh, just our general advice I yes. think we've always given. That's just... I, 
listen, it's it's a harsh world. Yeah. <laughs> we, as I actually previously said, we live in a society and uh it's just hard out there. Was that Julie no. throwing down her mic and no. leaving? Oh, <laughs> no, that okay. was me accidentally bumping my Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were mad at me. No. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, I mean, oh, I am, you know me, I'm like 100%, uh, when I talk, talk, it's Confrontation City, I have a hard <laughs> time with it, it's difficult, like, it's never easy, you don't want to go to people about shit like that, um, yeah. It's, it's also it's, very easy for us to, like, give the advice. Right, from, that's the thing, like, it's super here. easy to tell. We are looking from the past. And I mean, like, also, even when it comes to, like, giving your friends advice, right, like, um, when... I talk to people about their family. I'm like, yo, burn those fucking bridges. They don't mean anything to you. And then when it comes to my family, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I kind of want to talk to them about shit. And like, that's just how it is. Right. It's super hard. You can't separate that stuff because like I can separate it because I'm not, you know, like Ashley's mom isn't my mom. I can, you know, I, I could give her advice with regard to things like that with that kind of, um, the the separation from the situation where I'm not going to have to experience any of the fallout of that situation. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's it's difficult. Hi, Ashley's mom. <laughs> also, shout outs to. I know you're listening. Shout outs to the question. I I don't know why I always picture like the CM Punk pickle. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Shout outs to you as well. In Kansas, doing teacher's ed degree. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, good Get on you. There. Get it. Keep keep going, yeah. keep doing it. Uh, I've gotten a couple mm-hmm. people like mentioning, "Hey, I'm doing a teaching degree in such and such." And have, what, what's your advice? And you know, just keeping you. It's <laughs> it's the best advice I can give aside from, "Hey, get all of your documentation in order regarding name change stuff." Because here's the best thing about being trans: uh, just before you become teacher, yeah. kids can't look up your dead name. You don't exist. Yeah. That's the one of the best benefits i was like oh i don't exist to like any of my students before i was i like came out as trans this yep. is cool as hell uh real quick i need to make a shit post more queer teachers okay thank you that's yes. all i needed no. to do yes but i mean it i sat on yeah. like uh sat in on a a panel of uh queer students and, and at least one student who is um the adopted daughter of two queer men uh, New South Wales last year and it's the main thing that they kept saying both on the panel and to me personally afterwards when I talked with them uh, was just if you're queer or trans and a teacher and you can spot the signs uh, or a kid comes to you about anything make it known that you exist to them because they just need that lighthouse yep yep like if they're having a tough time because of their identity and sexuality and everything regarding that, like, yeah, just, it's a risk, but I think as a teacher, you take risks every single day. I think, I think, uh, being a port in a storm is very important if you can. Yep. At the very least, um, yeah, uh, if not directly to your students or any, uh, learner you are educating, being out in community can really just help a bunch Mm-hmm. Maybe not even publicly, just like here's like a private community for help and for like 
counseling or therapy or like group discussion or activities i think that goes a long way too it's yeah i think we've i think we as a podcast have always been pro visibility yep and that's you know (laughs) that's dangerous for a lot of people including myself um Mm -hmm. for intersectional reasons regarding race and such but it's one of the things where i think that's not the job of everyone in uh absolutely yeah but it's it's the case where like if you feel comfortable enough and safe enough doing that go for it this isn't really related to the question oscar sorry it's just something that's been on my mind lately hello and but it's cool it's cool to hear like more trans and queer people entering the teaching sector yeah you're all (laughs) goddamn heroes to me as well i mean we were all destined to right <laughs> you want to be all like we all liked greek to mythology we all got <laughs> fucked up uh, uh any more you want to move on uh no we have uh, no more questions okay uh just more people sending us thank yous which is always incredibly yeah, nice y'all uh <laughs> God, we don't. You don't gotta thank us. We're just doing a dumb podcast. <laughs> Fucking hey, y'all yeah, are living your lives out there. <laughs> we never asked for it, but we're always super thankful. Like, even if one person's listening out there and it helps even just one person, that's amazing. That's really cool to hear. Yeah, th- thanks, y'all. Yeah. It's, and it's always super nice to get the feedback and hear that somebody's doing well because of it, or we are helping somebody. That's wild. That's crazy. We made this podcast with the intent of doing that, and I still don't think it's real. It's fake. <laughs> you know, so. as, as well as what you said though like yeah if you have even just feedback and anything just feel free to send it our way publicly or privately i think it's good for yeah. us to get that yeah we're we're always available to take that yep we will always accept your compliments <laughs> well i said criticism specifically <laughs> i did say send that Ashley, send, send ashley all the uh compliments and send me and moshley uh me and me moshley, and moshley. <laughs> oh no yikes that's now you think that molly moshley is a molly ashley hybrid but actually it's me just when i go to a punk show <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah send me and julie yeah, the mean it. shit Ashley yeah. can't handle it we have to keep it from her yep you see words can in fact hurt me <laughs> protect ashley.com we've, we've demonstrated on this podcast multiple times <laughs> both both in anecdotes and uh verbal shit posting with each other that mm-hmm. words can indeed hurt and they, they can hurt Ashley a lot i i will admit i have been hurt by a word it's true i don't it's know if i up. believe that <laughs> see you don't see yeah, it. I believe that got that <laughs> but it's in there even the knife wielder can be knifed. Even what are you gonna do? Stab me? <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. We're done here. Ashley, where can we find you online? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me, I think this is the first time I'm gonna say it on this podcast, at hyenacackle.com. Yeah. Woo! Uh, most related to this podcast, I wrote a whole thing about uh, my very, very complicated thoughts on gender bending in fiction yeah hell yeah hell yeah uh, which is a bit old now but i think it's still good and it's like i said it's the most relevant to this i podcast. mean it's not that old is it it's, a, it's like a month or so that's not that's old. yeah that's fine i mean that's, that's in no shit. terms yeah but in terms of like nothing in that is dated yeah yeah 
Um, yeah. for sure. All right, uh, Julie, where can we find you online? Where can we wait, find wait, Julie? Wait, 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 we forgot. Uh, Ashley, where else can people find you oh, online yeah. regarding, you know, how can they support you out there in this Oh, well, you, can, you world? can give me your fucking money. Um, <laughs> wow. At patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. I can't believe you would try to take that away from us. Give Ashley your money. Ashley, you tried to pull, like, the trigger on yourself, but that doesn't stop us. Like, <laughs> we still yeah, have guns. more of it. <laughs> <laughs> the knife still stabs. <laughs> <laughs> the knife will always find a way. <laughs> knife will find a way. Julie, where can we find you online? <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter at GatsbyLow. Um, I'm on this podcast, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, uh, and as of this recording, I guess uh, there was... Uh, recent update to the other podcast you and I do, Molly. Uh, let me tell you yeah. about Homestuck Earth I, Edition. I was sick one day and I was like, you know what I could do? Ended <laughs> <laughs> a podcast. I'm excited because it's a good episode regarding the content app. and just us. Like, yeah, it's it's short. It's a smaller one. I'm hoping to get that back going, but y'all, I'm I'm very busy and I'm very Listen, understaffed at work. <laughs> It's, it's good. It's good. Don't worry. Um, yeah, uh, I will. I will present the content as I can. Yeah. I also say uh, we didn't get a chance to mention it before it happened, but we at least all made an appearance on our extra live stream oh, last yeah, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so go check the archives who, on yeah. that. For those who don't know, Extra Life is just a uh, charity event and organization where uh, for people gamers. stream games uh, to raise money for a lot of sick kids and hospitals. Uh, across America, and I believe some parts of Canada now. Yeah, I believe they've raised uh, just about $9 million this year over that weekend. So Wild. So, uh, congrats, everybody. Thanks, ev- Thank you so much to everybody who donated and came watch the stream, too. I know that, <laughs> yes. like people uh, who follow us on Twitter will know about that stuff, so shout out. Thank you, everybody. Yes. Uh, I uh, know, actually... Yeah? I was going to give a special shout-out to Axe of Arf, who's just always been a champ. Oh, wow, yeah, 24-hour oh, yeah. drum stream. What a what a fucking madman. Yeah, if you want to, like, just as a sample of what you can find in, like, stream archives of people, I don't think Giant Bomb, the video game website we'll enjoy content of, have put up their stream, but when they do, when other other folks have put up clips of that, uh, go watch Alex Navarro. He just played drums on Rock Band for 24 hours straight. It's wild. He was still putting up personal pests at the end! Yeah, he still by the end he's fucking delivering like like 99% to 100% on these songs. Like he had like 23 full combos. Walkers. With like the but full yeah. kit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, go check Go check so, out uh, twitch.tv slash video entropy. No, fuck yeah. that. Go check out our shit. Twitch.tv slash video entropy. Um <laughs> you could find Ashley. She played some fucking Fire Pro Wrestling. She played some Hive Slot Friends him. Um, she she played the video games on there. Julie, I know you joined us for the uh, Metal, Metal Gear Solid, Solid uh, yeah. portion of the show. Um, I did a full run of Bionic Commando uh, on the first night. It should be like the first five hours of that. Uh, a few of those are mine. I ran all the way through Bionic Commando 09. I'm going to get my speed run times down. Uh, <laughs> we're for Arm City, baby. We're, we're going to catch me at AGDQ. Um, <laughs> oh, God, please. Yes. Get Molly to AGDQ. I'm just going to be sitting in the chair. Chat's going to hate me. They're going to be calling me all kinds of names and shit because speedrunners are trash. And then I'm just going to be sitting there like, husband legs. Husband legs. 
Wife uh, arm. So can we, can we, we call that the wife arm skip. <laughs> it's the wife arm skip where you get your wife arm uh, and you just go fast. Yeah. Um, this is a spousal. This is a, this is a spousal limb uh, tool assisted. Yes, tool assisted run. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's where you can find Julie online. <laughs> is uh, where Julie? Did you even list anything? Not really. I'm not, I I've been just like offline for a bit for like personal reasons and just sh- sheer busyness. So I'm hoping to totally. do more stuff in the future. Uh, yeah, you can always catch us on Silver Pines uh, yes. when that's on. Uh, I'll I'll mention that now. Um, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with Y E R. Uh, you can find me at beggirl.tumblr.com. I don't make a lot of posts there, but once in a while I look at it. Um, you can find me at ineedmayo.com, wherein the coward Claudio coward. Sanchez continually assaulting me and my life. Um, it's a it's a podcast about Coheed and Cambria, um, a band I love very deeply, uh, who makes bad content. Uh, <laughs> yes, Zach and I tuned in to like. Uh, Alex Navarro's stream while I was drumming and a Coheed song came on. Yeah. And Zach very aptly came with a description for Coheed and Cambria, which is the band that <laughs> kids in high school who have formed bands also like. Yes, absolutely 100%. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because they were a band that was probably formed in a high school. I, if they weren't, I will be genuinely shocked by that. I think they were a little bit out. Anyway, that's not that's not this podcast. Go go listen to um, the Amory score over at INeedMayo.com. Um, yeah, that's where you can find us. Oh, and Patreon.com slash Molly Rainback is my Patreon. I don't add a lot of content there. I'll warn you in advance. Uh, but um, Give Molly your fucking money. Pay me for Give doing your these podcasts. Money. Thanks. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find all of us. You can always find us uh, at TM Radio Cast um, on Twitter, uh, transmissionquestions at gmail.com, transmissionpodcast.tumblr.com. Is that right? Yeah, uh, transmission radio podcast. Transmission radio podcast.tumblr.com. I almost had it. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to go over before we just jet out of here? This is a, this is a pretty uh, standard episode of the show. I think we got a pretty yeah. good length out of this one. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say just real quick as well. You know, we've talked about the highlights of the past week at the very least and the low points of the past few months. But um, just real quick as well, we've had some like minor victories in some cases here and there, especially in the States lately. But uh, don't always, don't forget to always ask yourself, what's next? Yeah, like, no complacency. What, mm-hmm. Yep, what's our next step? Like, what are we doing? Yo, we won. that if you need to take a break sometimes, that's fine. Yes. Yeah, like, taking a break is okay. We, yeah. we won some elections yesterday. We're not done. We are nowhere near done. There, yep. this that was that was a baby step. We have to make a lot more baby steps, like a lot you, more, and then we have to start running. Yeah, to those of you who are able in any sense of the word, who are willing, and whether you're part of the community, any other adjacent community, or even just an ally or an outsider, like get out there, do your yeah, part, and- e- small or big. Really? We need that now more than ever, honestly. Yeah. Straight mm-hmm. up, honestly, we say this like every time, but seriously, guys, now more guys. than ever, it is time to actually fucking do something. So we, uh, there's a lot to be done, and I think we can do it, but it is a difficult and challenging road that we will have to walk down together, uh, but we are together, so and, we yeah. always have that. And if you're not doing it for yourself or 
others you know or others who you don't know, do it for those who will come in future generations. It's just... You don't... You shouldn't have to know somebody. Just do it because it's right, for fuck's sake. Yeah. No, God, yes. no, sorry, I know. Like, I know, I just get so frustrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just get so mad. Anyway, that's... See, we, our, see our Allies episode about... Yeah, please refer yeah. to our Allies pod. Okay. Uh, let's get out of here, y'all. Um, until next time, do not forget that you can just be you. You can just be you. You can just be you. <laughs>